Good morning, Patriots, and today is Monday, October 16th in the year 2023. And yes, this is the week when the schedule gets back to normal. And all of the Bart's nation sings and says, yay! Yep, we're going to be back this week with normal shows. Uh, you got it, 18, so buckle up. And you will have you will have nothing to do but sit and listen. That's it, listening to the wonders and the incredible wonders of what God puts on my lips. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just teasing you. Please understand, but it is good to be back. I got back late last night, about nine and something. For those of you that didn't listen to the show that I barely made it through, it's there. Oh my gosh, was I tired? Oh, it hit me so hard during the show too. A long day of going, and it was, it was something else. So, good to be back. It's been five weeks of travel around the country. Um, incredible experiences, um, just transformative in so many levels. We're going to start knuckling down now in, as we go forward here with some really big things. Um, and I do mean that. Uh, morning shows as we have now, Bards, the uh, bended knee as we do, and uh, really focused on digging in hard when we pray into the healing of prayer. We're going to be moving. Uh, obviously, Bards FM stays the same with, with news and interviews. And then Fishers of Men now going forward is going to be framed around deliverance, healing, and the power of prayer. And that's really not just when I say framed around it. I mean talking about the methods and the, the tools of warfare that we so need. So lots to look forward to. We have a lot of work to do. Isaiah 61 was on fire last week. The um, week before that, we had men's camp, which um, was kind of a week without shows, but it was powerful. It was um, we're going to talk some about that. Week prior to that was five days with Michelle and Leah from the Resistance Chicks, another on fire week. And the week before that was Bard's Fest, which was another week of on fire. So it's just, it's been wild. And so much happening in so many levels. And so much of that happening is happening deep with, within. So I think we all feel it. And I think that um, we're all feeling the, the strength of what happens when we step into this warfare and really start to get ourselves healed and face the uh, face the enemy. Patriots, one thing right now before we get going, and I and because I just experienced it and you want to experience it every single day, and I am telling you, with all the travels and all the places I've stayed, when you come back and you crash into a bed with your my pillow system. I don't even know how to describe this. Now, this bed I have here at the main house is not a my pillow mattress, but what it is is it has the my pillow sheets, it has the my pillow pillow 2.0. I've got the my pillow comforter, and I, I am telling you, these are so comfortable, so good. So it's a, and I just gave that mattress thing just for truth and disclosure because in the other studio. At that house there, we do have my pillow mattresses. Not here, but everything else is my pillow. My pillow is literally like the best sleep systems you can get around, and I don't say that lightly. So head on over to mypillow.com forward slash bards, and of course your promo code is bards. You know, my pillow has been with us now as a as part of our sponsorship of this show, and it has been with us since June of twenty. I'm trying to think here, June of 2021, so two over two years. And just been an incredible part of, obviously, the Patriot movement. And the products they have is, are incredible. Mike is obviously 
survived some of the most vicious attacks. They continue to try to attack him and the staff. Do you know they pulled in? They've been pulling in the staff for what I'll call interrogations. They're actually not called that, but these dirtbag attorneys and making every person in the staff sit through something like eight or ten hours of interrogation. And all of this to try to find political um, political dirt so they can destroy Mike. So all that said, everything every time we support my pillow, not only are we getting great products, but we're getting we're providing support for a company that's being besieged by the deep state. And of course, we don't like the deep state. That would be like pray against the deep state. Let the fires of hell burn you into incineration. And what is left, which will be nothing, is only that that's left that may go forward. But anyway, here we go. So anyway, head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. Promo code Bards. That's like the best promo code around. Super, super great. I feel awesome this morning. I hope you do as well. We really had an amazing time. And I'm going to start with an idea here as we go forward. I'm going to finish it after prayer, but I really want to kind of dig it in. And I want to thank um, Michelle uh, for getting me this word this morning and just really kind of pop, I mean, open my eyes to what's, um, what we, how, a way of looking at things I think that is so important. It threw me back to a story of Afghanistan, which I'm going to tell after the prayer. Uh, if you aren't heading on over to take a listen to some of the great shows that Michelle and Leah are doing, they've also had just a, an amazing last four weeks as well. And they've been having rallies and great things have been happening up at these rallies. And they just have a, they have a fire and energy that's always exciting. So do check it out. Um, and that's resistancechicks.com, I believe. So, uh, but there are shows, you can find Resistance Chicks on Podbean. You can find them on, on uh, Rumble is another big one. And so check them out there. Both Bards FM and Resistance Chicks streamed the Isaiah 61 conference, which was great. And uh, again, if you haven't listened to that, really encourage you to, just like if you haven't listened to Bards Fest, which really in this whole process of four weeks is where all this began. And a lot of the reason uh, this word was so important this morning was the simple fact that we need to also remember when we're in the middle of the fight to take a step back. And as I, you hear me say many times, when you're in the middle of a fight, take time take a knee, take a sip of water, and assess your terrain. There's really critical aspects, especially as we head into the deeper part of this. Victory actually is well within our grasp, and we do have the enemy on the run, but the enemy's playing a dual game of deception of how big they are and deception of how strong they are. And we have to continue to keep our eyes on God and, and our relationship with Jesus to realize how much success we actually have. Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour on this Monday and so let's pray. Father, we're humbled and we come to you today before the throne by our own free will and just are very blessed by all that we have and all that you give and all you continue to provide for us. And Father, we're just going to begin today with just a humble heart before you and just say, Lord, just hear us and forgive us and hear our heart of forgiveness before you and a repentant heart, Father, a repenting for allowing the enemy to get into our head and make us think that the enemy is bigger than you. We have had this happen so much in our lives. Every one of us, there is not a person in this world that has not let the enemy get into their head and make them think that the enemy is bigger than you. So, Father, I'm coming before you today with a repentant heart just to say, no, 
not going to happen, not today, and not anymore. And that's, Father, this for us leaning into you and truly realizing how much of the world that we walk in is a deception and why. And we, we do have issues we have to fight. There are real battles that have to be fought and won. And with this, Father, we are also, we tend to get into these battles and we look for more battles and look for more battles and sometimes miss the subtle things that put an end to the war altogether. One of those greatest things, Father, is the trust in, and the clear trust in you in understanding that you are the one God, the true God, the only God, the God of hosts. And so, Father, wherever we are today, whatever place we are, no matter what burdens we, we feel, I'm, I'm placing myself before you and, and asking for all those in agreement to say amen, that literally this is a moment where we have to choose. And the choice is not who's going to win. The choice is how much is our faith in you. Our faith in you has to be greater than our fear of the enemy. Our faith in you has to be greater than our idea of what the enemy is. Our faith in you has to be centered on who you are. You are a God, a mighty God, but you're a merciful God. You're a father to us, and you're, you are a God of healing, and you are a God of love. And this, Father, is one of the hardest things that we try to get our head around. Because in the flesh, we seek to war all the time. We seek to constantly be in an engagement of war, constantly be ready to fight, constantly be ready to pick up our sword and strike. And many times just realizing that the most, one of the most powerful tools we have ever had is love in the truest sense of the heart and the word love and to be able to crush any strongholds with that. So, Father, our hearts are humbled this morning. Our hearts are open and we equally come to you to unburden that. So whatever we are carrying, Father, that is, that is putting a block to that place of love, whatever scarring, guilt, pain, anger, hatred, anxiety, these are all things that are rooted in some events in our life that is truly in a place where we are not able to feel the power of love. And if there's one testimony, Father, that I carry forward every single event of deliverance, every single event of miracle healing, it all sends from a single source, which is love. So, Father, my personal prayer today, and it's a big one, is just to press forward on a level of love that we have never imagined and to let that love flow and wash over society and over humanity and let that just rinse and wash away so many of these burdens. Let that be the center of the deliverance and for some the beginning of deliverance in such a profound way. Satan's armies work, Father, intentionally to try to create such guilt and such pain that they are that we are not able to overcome through love. Satan's armies attack, and it attacks in many ways. Some of it attacks by the physical harm and damage that is done to another. Some of it attacks through the emotional attacks that leave us burdened and not being able to see the beauty and glory of who we are. Some of it is sexual, and it burdens us and destroys us with pain and guilt and bondages. Some, some of it is our own hearts that end up being filled with the anxieties and the emptiness of the nurturing that we miss when we are a child. And so we replace it with so many things, and we fail to replace it with you. Father, there's so many levels of this. Some of it is demonic, Father. We accept this, that there is a demon 
world of demonic elements out here that seek to attach to us, seek to influence us, seek at times even to possess us. And our biggest limitation, Father, and we again, we humble ourselves before you, is we shut down our openness to love. We shut down our acceptance of you, and we create a skeptic's heart and a skeptic's mind. And the moment we do that, Father, we cease to feel the mightiness of who you are. And if there's a single revelation from all of this past five weeks, Father, that you have given me this morning as a consequence of the word from Michelle, is that our skeptic's heart has become our the enemy's greatest success in building that in ourselves. And as we build a skeptic's heart, we cease to hear the power of the word. We cease to hear and experience the power of your love. And we cease to lean into you with the mightiness of true faith and understanding of who you are. We like to tell ourselves we have faith. We like to tell ourselves that we have love, but we're words. They're not the depth of the emotion and the anchoring of that in the true sense of the spirit. So, Father, we come to you today with this honest confession. For all those that are in agreement can say amen. This is my honest confession that I know just from enough doing this that it's probably most, but I won't speak for all. But this, this confession, Father, is the truth of our limitation to so much of what you are, who you are, and what we can possibly be through you. So forgive us, Father, and hear our hearts that we break down that stronghold of skepticism. We push that out and we repel it. We break any sort of spiritual strongholds or ties that it holds upon us, upholds upon our heart, holds upon our minds, holds upon our soul. We break it and cast it out, and we open this up, Father, with our arms up, hands up, amen, hands up to say, Father, thank you. We embrace you. We love you. And we sit ourselves open and ready to receive the most glorious and most powerful tool of ever. It's the power of love. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Well, I tell you, what I've seen in the in the last few weeks. And this really was, I, I woke up, I actually went to bed with this last night. And, and so to receive this morning, uh, incredible words from, and good prophetic words from Michelle, uh, from the resistance chicks was really very much on point is that what we're tending to do is we're chasing ghosts sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes, but enough of the time that it becomes a problem. So let me, let me give you a story that I think is extremely relevant and one that we need to do, and it's this. And before I do that, I'm going to tell you that our psychopaths, our psychopaths, that's who runs the world lately, if you didn't check that out, they're, uh, they're pedophile elites, they're crazy, they make us cringe at the disgustingness of what they are, and they want to destroy the world. So don't let them, it's pretty simple. Take precautions where you need to, prepare where you need to. So head on over to empshield.com, empshield.com. And empshield.com has the devices to prevent from an EMP attack, lightning, and even solar flares. Now, what does that have to do with the psychopaths? Pretty much everything, because they want to use tools that will disable the technologies that we have so we're left in the dark and unable to operate, have to become dependent on them, to save us, which I'm like, uh, ain't going to happen. Don't, don't like that model. So I want the model where I say I'm empowered. I want the model where I say I stand up and I will 
I will solve this problem and, and protect myself from what's going to go on. And that's where EMPShield.com comes in because EMP Shield is designed as an American-made product tested in the best American labs, and it's designed, truly, to protect our systems that we depend upon, like it or not, that have electronics in them, and that's just the way that modern life is, from being destroyed by surges that would cause a, a destruction in the things we rely on. So head on over to EMPShield.com. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, best promo code on the web, $50 off and free shipping. You will not be disappointed. I have them. I use them. By the way, I have them, and I have them in my vehicles, and I've traveled this whole country with them. So if you're wondering, like, does it affect anything? No, but it sure does keep it safe. I'll tell you that. At least you know it, and it's insurance and safety you have, so it's awesome. So EMPShield.com, promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. All right, so here's the story, and it's important. My film, by the way, was released a couple weeks ago. It is up on YouTube, for those of you that are wondering. Where can I see your film? It's up on YouTube and it's up on Rumble. So you can head over there. You can check it out. It's it's available. No charge. It's there. You need to see it, though. Seriously. It's a good film. And I realize, I mean, I say this not out of pride, but I'm telling you it's a good film for many reasons. One, it was awarded Best Photography Pieces. There's three segments in it that were awarded Best Photography and, and would give it an Emmy for that. Additionally, it is a story that you will seldom see and an optic of war you will seldom see because it is a firsthand person's view of war. So check it out. It's worth hearing. Now, that, after that conflict, it was 10 days of really intense fighting. I was in it every single day. And we came back to what we call a resupply system station. And we had been deep in the Hillman province. And we came back to a resupply place. And a resupply... Um, I, I had been out of touch with the command that I was part of. I was attached to the Canadians. I had been out of touch with the direct command that I was in charge of. And I picked up my cell phone because we finally had a cell signal where we were at. And I called in, and the command said, you need to get back here right now. And my response was, what? Like, I'm attached. We're going into more, fire, more fights. And they said, the, the colonel wants you back now. And I kind of pushed back on this, but it was like, nope, don't have a choice. Got to do what I got to do. So begrudgingly and, and very just with a heavy heart, I said goodbye to the guys. And I jumped into a Humvee with some American guys, and I drove back an hour and a half, two hours back to the base. Maybe it was three, but it was longer. It was pretty way, good ways out. And I got into uh, the base in Kandahar. And I went over to, I was on my way over to my building. I was going to take, I, I hadn't shaved or showered for 10 days. So you can imagine, like, mm-hmm, you smell like it. You smell like you, you have been living amongst the sheep, which is probably not too far from the truth. And the colonel calls me. He says, I need you up here right now in my office. And I said, excuse me, sir. I said, I have not even uh, shaved and I haven't showered. He goes, I don't care. General, sir, I need you here now. He says, drop your stuff and get up here. So I did. And I went up there, and my beard is all bushy and ugly, and my clothes are dirty and look, look pretty rough. I remember we were working in 130-degree temperature every day out there in Helmand, so you can imagine how that's looking, too. And so I walk in, and the general sees me. We talk. We have a good talk. He just is checking me out, and he's like, okay, Scott, you did a fantastic job. I want you to start thinking about moving over towards Herat, which was to the west. Like, okay, last thing I really wanted to hear at that moment in time. 
I have a, I had a fervor and hunger for the battle right now, and I can't even describe it. It's it's almost like feeling if you don't get back to it, part of you is going to be torn from you. It's that intense, and it's very deep, and it's very, and I will say it's very spiritual. And the general stepped out, and the colonel calls me over, and he says, Scott, you go back to your room. You drop your gear. You are grounded until I say otherwise. And I looked at him. I said, you can't ground me. He said, I just did. He said, go back there, I will, and I will meet you for breakfast every single day. You can do anything you want other than go into the field, but you're directed to go out, get yourself a cup of coffee, walk around, get yourself some real food, and I need you to, if you want to write a blog, you can do that, but otherwise, stand down on everything you're doing until I say otherwise. And I'm like, man, what the heck is this? And I was not happy. I was Mr. Like, uh, grumble, grumble. Because I had just been in the middle um, of some, well, that's what the film is, like some really awesome operations, sweeping out, finding the Taliban and, and schwacking them, which was good. So, but I obeyed. And I, this, this, that's the key word, number word here in this, in this morning story. I obeyed. And I did. And he met with me every single morning at 6.30. He'd come to the door and knock, and I was ready. And we would go have breakfast together. And we did this for on about, I'm going to say, seven days, roughly. And in the meantime, I had been showing some footage of the, of the conflict at night. And every time, it, it, every time I showed it, it was like just chills down your spine. And I remember the, one of the sergeant majors was there, and he looked at me, and he goes, come here. He pulled me out of it because I was just showing pieces. The film wasn't done. I was just showing the raw footage. He pulled me over. He looks me straight in the eye. He goes, sucks, doesn't it? I go, yeah, Sergeant Major, it does. He goes, all right, get back in there and watch. On day seven, the colonel comes in and says, Scott, get on a bird and get out of here. I need you to go to the east. I need you to go out past, go into uh, Zabal province. And I, he told me the firebase I needed to go to, which I'd been up and near before. And I looked at him. I said, what changed all of a sudden? And this is what he told me. And he was a Vietnam veteran. He said, Scott, I looked into your eyes when you walked into my office and you had the thousand meter stare. He said, and I knew that I had a narrow window of time to get you grounded back in with us. He says, otherwise you'd be chasing the sound of the guns for the rest of your life. And he said, you would not be healed and you would not be solid. But once I got you back and what I see in your eyes now, he says, you will never drift that way again. You're ready now. Now go forth and do good things and make us proud. Let me tell you something. There's a great lesson in this that we all have to hear. And this is where I'm telling the story this morning. We have been in this constant information war for a lot of time. And we're moving into a level of deliverance, which is really one of the great components to setting us free and into the greater body of Christ. The problem is once we get into that fight, and I've had many of them this last week, and this is what the words of Michelle reminded me of, which were so important to hear this morning, so thank you, Lord, is that once we get into that fight with the sound of the guns, we forget the bigger picture of the battle. You see, when we're chasing that trench fight all the time, and we don't take a step back and take a breath, we can miss the target altogether. The difference between a strategic view in war and the, and the ground war is that when you're on the ground, everywhere you turn, there's an enemy or you're looking for one. You're kicking in doors, you're going through trenches, 
you're lighting stuff up. You're everybody you interrogate. There is a lesson and there is a, an investigation you're doing. Every person you interview, there's a something in the back of your mind saying this could be enemy. But you see, when we're dealing under God and we're not listening to him, we many times miss the enemy and the enemy isn't out there. It's within. So take a breath in the midst of all this craziness, and there's been a lot of it, and there will continue to be, especially with all this blow up in the Middle East and all these things that are going around. Take a breath. Sit back. Breathe. Seek his face and know that I am God, as God would say. Hear his voice. And so that's the discipline of war that you have to remember. And I tell it to you firsthand that if we don't remember to take a pause and to put our thoughts and mind to him in the busyness of our world where we're constantly trying to get ourselves edged up and we're constantly trying to be in the battle, we will miss the gift and the power of what he's giving us. We serve the God, the God, the God of all creation, the God of all things. And there is never a moment ever that he is not, does not know what's going on. That is the God. And he loves us immensely. And he's a merciful God. He is a father above all fathers. He will allow us to walk paths at times that are difficult, but he will always provide an avenue out or a way to endure it. But in our fight of going after things and we charge forward, we often fail to hear him, and instead we make and create the monsters that stand before us that may not actually be there. They may be a reflection of what's within our own hearts. So yes, I can tell you straight up, I have faced off against demons. And yes, I can tell you that I have, I have watched miracle healings and had some of my own that have happened, not because of me, but because of him. But I can also tell you when you race those rabbit holes too hard and you don't take a step back, we fail to participate in the greatest glory and gift he ever gives us, which is the depth and true power of love. So don't forget that. Love is the most mighty weapon of all in this war. There is nothing greater. There is nothing more disarming. There is nothing that can literally bring an enemy to its knees and collapse its strongholds greater. And that runs against so much of the tide in which we are told over and over, you got to get your guns, got to get ready, got to get do this. I got it. And there is evil in the world. But if we were masters of love and masters of a forgiving heart and masters of truly humbling ourselves before him to sit quiet and know that he is God and truly masters of receiving what he is giving us, this enemy wouldn't have anything to fight because all they would run up against is a, is a force that's so great and so entrenched in the most powerful weapon of all, which is love. They would be disarmed and the demons would scream as they were left to roam the earth without a body to inhabit. And the healings would begin. So that's a good way to start a Monday. Thanks, Michelle. All right, patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward.
Patriots, I will see you this evening for Bards FM. We're back on fire with shows. Buckle up. It's going to be, it's going to be fire. We're going to have it fire in a good way. That'd be the Holy Spirit fire, I'll tell you right now. Have a blessed day. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line.
This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.